All right, we're back. This is uh, episode three, Go Eagles podcast. My name is Daniel Jesse, also known as Bulldog, and I am joined by somebody I'm going to call a, a former Eagle, maybe even legend. Um, kid did uh, this dude did it all, man, and I'm gonna I'm p- pumped to be able to sit down and talk with him today. Tyler Valines, how you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Super honored to be able to be here with you, Bulldog. You know I love you, and you know I love Fresno Christian. So being able to hop on this is just. Uh, I don't know why it makes me feel old, <laughs> but it makes me also just excited to kind of share what I got to go through, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it does. It, I mean, it feels like you were just you were just a Fresno Christian athlete like yesterday. Right. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but you're already out of college. Yeah, I'm like graduated, married, have a dog. You know, it's <laughs> like, I've, you know, some of the major, major moments have yes. uh, happened since then. Absolutely. Yeah, but it really does feel like yesterday. But uh, man, just one of those, one of those players when i think back on my time and i've been around um on staff for about 10 years but like i'd say around the fc community for a little more than that probably 13 to 14 years ish and when i think back over my time there are certain athletes that stand out and you were definitely one of those that's why i wanted to sit down and chat with you um and just kind of go over you know what does it mean to be a student athlete and uh, somebody you know these if any fresno christian kids are listening to this you were you were in their shoes. So what what did that mean to you, that that phase of life? It, during that time, it meant everything to me, right. right? I think there's something, not just at Fresno Christian, but beyond. There's something about being an athlete uh, that develops a sense of camaraderie, teamwork, leadership, uh, but also kept you out of trouble, yeah. right? I was too exhausted after practices to do anything. I uh, worked really, really hard, and I think for a long time, um, even after high school, um, kind of breaking free from the identity of athlete was something that was difficult, but because of the athlete that I got to be and what I was and got to experience in high school ultimately helped shape me into who I am today. And there are continued effects of that. Even now, as you know, I'm into my career, graduated from college and in life. So it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving, but a continued reminder that that's behind me you know it's right. interesting. yeah it's interesting right because you know you work so hard for so long but now what 95 percent of people the highest level they're ever going to play at is that varsity team right? right right and it's so few you know everybody says oh you know we're working towards that college scholarship but i mean it's so rare so you know rare. you're you're more likely to get that academic scholarship than you are the athletic one but um but still it doesn't matter right that playing at that varsity level right you you come up your whole life little league you know playing as a as a little kid and in those moments you don't realize like oh i'm i can't wait to be a varsity athlete maybe but like when you get there like it's the pinnacle like it's it's a big deal well i even remember as a kid coming to fresno christian games where i got the privilege of being around fresno christian uh since like second grade yeah and so i'd come to these varsity games and watch these these guys ball out and i got to be that kid that would come and you know i'd want their autograph yeah right a fresno christian football player to me was the epitome of what I wanted to be. And so I, it's almost, I had this sort of crazy moment. I remember when I was a kid, I think I was probably like sixth or seventh grade. Uh, I don't remember which athlete it was. Maybe it was like a, maybe it was like an early, um, like Hunter Bachman, some of these like earlier athletes. I remember getting a signed something from them, yeah. whether it was a glove or whatever. But then there was a moment my senior year at our homecoming game when I was, leaving 
you know, I was I was walking after the game, and some of the students came up to me and asked for my glove right. and signed their glove, and then I just watched that student ball out this year at <laughs> Fresno Christian. It's just like this crazy cycle of I looked up, I looked at, and now I'm looking back. You know, I think that's a really really cool. Um, thing that is maybe a little special to Fresno Christian, right? Because we are on one campus with, you know, all the little kids and the high schoolers. You're so, you're, you're separate. You don't really hang out and spend much time with them, but you are, you're right there. You're a building over. It's scary. You have no idea how much influence you have. And at high schools, you know, whether it's a, you know, you look at a Clovis West that goes from ninth to 12th, you, you may be having an impact on the ninth graders, but yeah. and maybe some kids from Kasner that are coming and watching the games. You have no idea. I still get talked to by kids that were in second, third mm. grade yeah. that I had came and spoke at, like spoke at their chapels or they came to the games or whatever to this day that are speaking of memories that they had of me, which it really is a humbling thing realizing Oh shoot! What what else did they see? You know what else? What was I showing as an athlete here? Not just to high schoolers or even middle schoolers, but to elementary schoolers. It's, right. it's really humbling. I hope it was all positive. When you think back, you know, like did I screw up? Did I do anything? Did I do anything <laughs> yeah. negative here? Right? Yeah. Oh man! But so one thing about you specifically, right? You you mentioned the football field. When you watch movies, right? Football, sports movies. E- there's this this term, right? QB one, right? It's kind of this glorified, you know, the starting quarterback. Oh, man, you're it's QB a one, bro. You're right? the it's guy. A, it's a big deal. You're the guy. Well, for at least part of your career, that was you. So what what was that like to kind of take on that role as the starting quarterback for your high school team? And you know, just that there's a lot of leadership that comes with that. Yeah, I. Uh, it's actually a crazy story. I actually started in. My freshman year, I was the running back for the football team, like third string, yeah. right? Back up to the backup kind of deal. I was behind some incredible running backs in front of me. I had um, Chris Collincark. Then <clears throat> behind him was Slater Wade, and yeah. then it was me. I was just that freshman kid. And I remember I ran the ball like six times the whole season. And, you know, they put me in the in the trash time moments. And But then sophomore year rolled around, and um, – opportunities kind of rose for me to be able to step into that running back position and get more reps and stuff like that. And at the time our QB one had actually got injured. And so it was just a lot of, a lot of fascinating moving pieces. And so what I would do every practice as a joke though, is I would call our offensive coordinator, which uh, is Mike Zamripa and coach Z. And I'd say, coach, put me in at quarterback like joke like a total joke i pick up the ball i tell one of our receivers to like go deep and i throw him a ball it was like a total just like me just being silly uh but we were playing a football game against i believe the school was trinity and there was a minute and a half left of the game and our quarterback at the time i don't necessarily know if it was like a injury or whatever but he had pretty much vocalized hey i i need to be moved to wide receiver someone else needs to do this and there was a minute and a half left of the of the game. And Coach Z says, hey, I need you to warm up. And I say, Coach, I've been in. Like, I've been running the ball. I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do just like a hamstring stretch, whatever, run up and down the sidelines. And he goes, no, I need you to go take snaps. 
And I was like, you're a psychopath. <laughs> I was like, do you not understand that I'm 5'5 five, five on a solid day? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm like, and I just know he was like, no, I need you to take snaps and I just need you to just try to make something happen. And so we were down by eight. And because I was so nervous when I went back to be the punt returner, because I was the punt returner for the team, I fair caught it on the three yard line, <laughs> our own three, just because I was tripping about, I'm going to have to go in and play quarterback. Yeah. And so anyway, you know, we were, I was stressed out, kept getting, you know, psyched, whatever. And then one play, one of the other team's players got mad and spiked the ball and gave us a 15 yard penalty. And at this point, there's probably like 58 seconds left of the game. And then something just switched, not even necessarily in me, but in the team. And we just started driving, driving, driving. And we score, we get the two point conversion, and then we actually go and win in overtime. Hmm. And then since that moment, I inherited QB1. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. When you think about the, you know, you talk about, you mentioned the movies, right? You see, you hear QB1, starting quarterback. Those guys are all like a foot taller. So oh, they're <laughs> like these like towering guys. Yeah. And so it's it's uh, it's encouraging when you look in the league and I see someone like Kyler Murray. Right. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's my guy. That's Kyler my guy. is almost Tyler, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. So, but yeah, it's it's, I was definitely not the stereotypical look of what a QB one would look like. No, but you, you also, you, if I remember right, you played it, you played it differently, right? You, you played to your strengths. You were, you were definitely a mobile quarterback. You could get out and move. And, uh, it really worked for that, for that period of time. It was fun to watch. You mentioned coach Z, uh, another, you know, what a legend, love that guy. But you also had the, the ability to play for, for coach counts. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it's a Christian school, that environment, but when your football coach is the lead pastor of a church, that's a different dynamic that most people don't don't get, right? Tell, tell, tell me about that. A lot of people have to encounter with coach because I've coach counts. I was blessed to have him from you know my last three years of school, and so um, or like two two. I had I got to have him with me for three years. Yeah. And man, when you have a pastor as a coach, they don't make football your identity, mm. right? They, they, they remind you, he specifically reminded us, our purpose is so much higher. But our game that we're playing can honor our purpose, yeah. right? And so specifically when you're even looking at faith, right? He's talking about our identity is in Christ, but we have an opportunity every day to honor him on this field and I think with me specifically, um, he did an amazing, him and Coach Z really just shepherded me. Not just coached me, but shepherded me. Um, because ultimately, they also knew that I had a calling in a full time ministry at that point. And so they looked, you know, they reminded me not only are you QB1, which has a deeper responsibility, but you're also telling us you're called into ministry. And so we're going to hold you to a different standard. But that standard is not because you are a football player. That standard is because you have a higher purpose. And so ultimately that got to play hand in hand, you know, with itself to ultimately um, encourage me as long as along with the rest of the team around me. And, you know, you just lead differently when you're, you know, the big thing that pastors get to do is they're not leading people to themselves. Right. They're leading people to the Lord. And he got to do that with all of us on the field. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a it's a unique, uh, special thing about, um, especially about your career, right? That's just a 
what what a guy he was and the great influence. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun to hear those stories. Now, you we've, we've talked football, but we mentioned earlier you kind of did it all, especially early in your high school career. You were doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what other sports did you play, and what what other you know what else did you really enjoy? Yeah, um, I kind of categorized them a little bit. I started with football. Football was my passion. Then I'd play soccer, which was my endurance fun sport. Yeah. I just literally, for me, I played soccer. This is what's amazing about Fresno Christian is you can do all these different things and get these different experiences and be a multi-sport athlete and thank God for soccer because it just kept me so in shape. Yeah. Because when I'd get to baseball season, I wouldn't stay in shape. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But baseball was actually my favorite sport. Mm. And so that was just kind of an interesting dynamic. Football was my passion. Soccer was like my fun hangout with the homies. And then baseball is actually my favorite sport. That's the one that ever since I could even remember, I was playing baseball. I did travel ball baseball for a long time. I, you know, started, I hated T-ball because it wasn't like what the MLB was like. (laughs) So as a little kid, I would try to do, you know, slow pitch, whatever. And so all that, all that being said baseball was actually the one that was embedded into me since i was a kid Mm, love it now you you won uh look winning's not everything but you did a lot of winning and uh got some championships and if i remember right having been able to take your senior photos there was some photos with some rings. So, <laughs> yeah. how many? How many of those did you acquire? I acquired four. That's that's incredible. Yeah, and so, yeah, it was pretty amazing. I had three from football, and then the the well, one from baseball. From baseball, yeah. Now, baseball that was, uh, if I remember right, wasn't exactly an expected thing, right? You guys made, got hot at the end and really made that happen. I think we were like the seventh or eighth seed. Yeah, like. We we went into playoffs with low expectation, but also high belief in our yeah. team. It, we were in a it was it was one of those seasons where they say, okay, this is the growing year for next year. Yeah. But then something clicks, right? We had a lot of unbelievably talented young guys along the lines of like Brandon Brogan, Ronnie Peterson. We have the, the, these stud young underclassmen athletes that if you can just put them in the right direction and give them the right focus, they're gonna overcome everything Mm -hmm. and so yeah once we hit playoffs everything just clicked for us as a team and it was really really amazing to be able to bring that championship home for coach Hines and for Fresno Christian and it was just a powerful moment that I will not forget yeah if I think if I remember right I believe that was coach Hines first championship yes correct. and I still remember the the, you know the dog pile there at the end and that was in I want to say that was in Visalia at the at Rawhide yeah yep yeah, that was cool. Gosh, that was, that was sick. <laughs> I, I just, even in the dogpile moment, I couldn't help but think of when Fresno State won the national championship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When when they when they won the whole thing and they were having that dogpile moment, I remember, what was that, 2008 Eight, or something yeah. like that? And I remember seeing that as a kid and just like sobbing my eyes <laughs> out and then getting to experience in my mind something that was equivalent. When it, right. I, The reality is whatever, but to me, that was like the pinnacle moment for us. Oh, for sure. And it, creating that dogpile was just awesome. In your world, that it was that moment, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, and then obviously you had your three in football. That's, I mean, to go, you only get four years to get three. That's that's wild. Yeah, football's the sport that I like. Football's the sport, and I've even talked to other people that have been in similar positions as me. That's the one you end up having dreams about still when you're like older. So like, I still have dreams of 
be playing football. There's just nothing. I loved baseball, right? But there's just something different that takes place on the team, on the field, in the year. The, the, from the student section to the fan, everything is just different during football season. 100%, right? I would, I would even argue it's, a, it's that way at a lot of schools, but like here at Fresno Christian, those are, those are community nights. 100%. Right? That's, the, that's when you get the, the families that have elementary schoolers coming yeah. to the games, the middle schoolers are at the games, high schoolers, you know, the student section, everything. It, it truly is like a community and fellowship night all circled around watching the Eagles play. Yeah, 100%. It's it, their community nights, the whole community's out there watching. Um kids are looking up to oh, I, you know, in 10 years that's going to be me. I'm a future eagle, right? I just love it. Um it's that whole, you know, that whole Friday night lights vibe. It's just it's it's real. It's a thing. Um and you, you know, you were that guy. So, now let's go through that a little bit. When you you said that you do you know, you dream about it sometimes, or there's you have those memories. So, what pops in your head? Like, what's the what? What was better? Is it throwing a touchdown pass, running a touchdown, scoring? You know, putting a move on somebody. What 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 is that thing that's like? If I could do that again, yeah, it's such a good question. Oh man, I think the biggest thing when it comes to football specifically that I miss is just the brotherhood of it all. Yeah. And I know that's such a stereotypical, oh, it's the brotherhood, you know, gridiron. But there's just, you, you just never, football is the great equalizer, right? I did not get along with all of my teammates off the field. Yeah. Right? There was even a few guys on the team that explicitly told me, and, and we were in a mutual agreement of knowing we're not actually homies off of this field. But when we were on the field, it just brings people together. Yeah, nothing else matters. Nothing, nothing else. Like, those same guys would be helping me up. The same guys will be celebrating with each other, right? And ultimately, even in the beginning of the season, it may have been like that. But even toward the end of the season, you watch those relationships begin to also affect outside of the field. So where there may have been a brokenness in the friendship with, you know, in the beginning of the season, because of what we have overcome and accomplished mm-hmm. together— there is a mending to those relationships and those friendships. And so it's that in itself is super fun, but also just absolutely like putting someone on skates. You know, I just, you know, it's just not the same. So I love it now, you know, as much as we could relive those moments, it'd be awesome. Right. Football is unique in that it's, it's a contact sport. How would it feel right now if you had to go back and take some of those hits? Cause I've, I've saw you, I, I don't know why this popped in my head, but like I've seen you take some big shots and one, especially, Literally, I don't know where it came from. It just popped in my head. But I think it was at Leighton, uh, probably a late hit out of bounds on our own sideline, and you just got rocked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, those are those are the times you don't want to remember. Yeah, and it's there was a moment. So, and kind of talking a little bit about my story, a little bit. Um, there was a point my senior year when I realized I was called to. I knew for sure I was called to ministry. But I had also been talking to coaches about football. Yeah. And it, it just really felt like it wasn't aligning to where the football schools I was going to didn't have theology programs, didn't have the the, the degree route that I wanted to take, or just didn't take their, you know, divinity courses seriously. And then the schools that I was look that were had great theology programs, ones that had great strides for my future in ministry were schools that didn't even have football. 
And so I found myself in this position of what am I going to obey? Am I going to pursue football and this identity that has been created from, you know, doing it for the past few years? Or am I going to step into what I feel like God's calling me into? And so the hit that I remember that changed everything for me was in the championship game. Uh, my senior year in the last 30 seconds, we won 21-0 and I was playing both sides of the ball at that time. And so I looked up, there's 30 seconds on the clock. I'm excited. I see the, uh, I'm playing defensive back. I see the quarterback sneak out the right side and he's trying to break one. And so I then dart at him and a receiver came out of nowhere and absolutely took my head off. Fully illegal, watching it back like, it, it, he hit between my chin and my like top of my um, shoulder pads. And I, I did a backflip and I remember doing the backflip standing up and being like, Whoa, what the heck? And I kind of squatted down. And the next thing I remember was waking up in my bed. Mm. And so all my friends are coming at me with these photos of like all of us celebrating the championship, them like individual friends that didn't play football, us taking photos together and the, I don't remember any of that. And it was just this moment of it could just be taken all away. And I didn't remember celebrating that championship game of my senior year in the final moments. I was out eight weeks into the soccer season with a concussion leading me to just not play and just take that time and really reestablish my sense of identity of if I chose football, how far will this take me? But no matter how far it takes me, it will be gone. Mm -hmm. Right? Doesn't matter who you are. You look at Brady, right? You're looking at Tom Brady. It is now done for him. And so I'm in this position of like, what I believe in and have my identity in, that's eternal. Jesus is eternal. And I want to do something that's ultimately going to lead people to something that will usher them into that eternity. And so with that, I stopped communicating with coaches about football and about baseball. And I just decided to pursue ministry. Crazy how a moment of clarity can come just from, you know, in one moment like that, it's just kind of shows you everything. Yeah. It's scary. It's a scary thing, but you know, the Lord takes what the enemy meant for evil. Yeah. absolutely. Now, one thing that does remind me, you know, real quick, going back to that, that counts era, um, one thing that I think was I always felt was special about that was post game, especially at home games, but it was probably at away games too. Um, it felt like the whole community would come together in the, at the middle of the field and pray. Yeah, and Coach Counts would pray for the team and pray for everybody, mm -hmm. and that was that was looking back unusual, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it felt normal at the time, but like I don't know, you've never seen that anywhere else. Yeah, and uh, just another you know another thing playing for in that environment. Yeah, and I think even more so in the moments of loss is when it meant more. Yeah. Right? The winning, it's kind of like the idea of faith on the mountaintop versus faith in the valley, right? And I know that seems dramatic, but like you said, that, that game to, to these athletes, it means everything. Mm -hmm. And so I remember games where we would circle up and some of our teammates wouldn't want to or even I wouldn't want to and counts would, would grab us, Yeah, right? And in, in the intensity of it but also in the the love in it is get in there because this is bigger than football yeah and i remember even you know because i as the captain of the team led the prayer 
And I just remember praying, having to pray with the team that just beat us. Mm. And I had given everything. And I was known to be, just being honest, I just like gave everything on the field and I would just sob at the end of the, I would just, I was a crier at the end of the games. My, my uh, teammates knew that. And I remember just like having to pray for this team and for our team through tears in my eyes and even just getting choked up. And it just, that in itself is a reminder that it's so much bigger than football and counts was a key component in keeping that as a mindset in me personally. I love that. Now, real quick, we're almost done here, but, uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, that full circle moment of, you know, you looking up to athletes ahead of you and then being that kid, that senior and having them look up to you and coming up to you wanting an autograph. So now in this stage of life, it gives what was what's some advice you could give to, you know, maybe that sophomore kid right now, you know, going through it, still trying to figure out who he is, hunting for playing time, working his butt off. Or just you know any current student athlete, if you if you could t- reach down and talk, give them advice, what would that be? I would want them to know that it's not everything, but play like it is. Yeah. Right. Give, le- lean into the game as if it means everything. But the moment the game ends, the moment practice ends, you need to be reminded that that's not your identity. And that isn't even your purpose, but God has gifted you with these abilities, these gifts, these talents, these desires to go out on the gridiron, to go out on other fields, to go on courts or, you know, whatever. So go out and and play like it means everything. But the moment that you're off of those courts or even in certain moments when you're on the court, you need to have that reminder that it's not your identity. Your identity is so much higher. So when the time comes, when that sport is no longer a part of your life, it is not a piece of you missing. You are a whole person, yeah. right? But it is something that you get to cherish the memories of doing. So I think that would be my biggest encouragement. And just go after it. I just There's just something great about just going after it. Yeah, right. You're, we are so much, you are so much more than just that athlete, right? So much more than that. You are, you are lots of things. But in that moment... If you were going to choose to do this, it could be football, it could be basketball, it could be cooking, mm-hmm. whatever it is. If you're going to choose to do something, give it your all. Yeah, I'm off the, you know, the reality is my identity wasn't QB1, but when that whistle blew, I was QB1. Yeah. You know, so the reality is I got to play like I know I'm QB1, but live like I know that I'm something more. Yeah. I love it, Ty. Man, uh, you're, as somebody who got to see it, from the sideline, from the you know the scoreboard, the score booth, the announcers booth, wherever it was, got to watch you and observe it in in those moments. It was a lot of fun. You uh, you put on one heck of a show. Yeah, and it's cool because like our relationship even goes beyond the yeah. athletes, you know, the athletics of Fresno Christian. So you got to see me since like day one of everything. So <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Hopefully, I, I uh, did you did did you well? You know, honored oh, yeah. you with that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely, man. I love it. It was fun to watch. And, uh, man, thanks for sitting down with me. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm honored. Go Eagles. Go Eagles.